We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Today's episode is brought to you by Cars.com. With over 2 million vehicles and 50,000 more added every day, Cars.com will match you with the perfect car for you, your budget, your life, your style. And if you're ready to say goodbye to your current car, Cars.com will get you an instant offer to cash it in. Just start by entering your license plate and get matched with a local dealer who will write you the check. So whether you're looking to buy or sell, just go to Cars.com. It's magical. Hello friends, welcome to Mavs Party. It's about 11.30 on Saturday, November 12th. The Dallas Mavericks just pulled off quite a fun home win over the uh, Portland Trailblazers, winning 117-112. to They effectively closed out the game in the fourth quarter with three straight threes from Spencer Dinwiddie and Dorian Finney-Smith finally finding the bottom of the rim after a pretty tough day of shooting. Uh, really, really fun game. A lot of back and forth action. Um, a lot of refs. A lot of refing. Um, I was at the game, uh, which was was particularly interesting. It it feels lucky to a degree that the Mavericks got away with this. But I had a friend look up what their uh, the Mavs were shooting on threes tonight, and they shot thirty seven point five percent on sixteen heavily contested threes. 27.8% on 18 lightly contested threes and just 33.3% on nine uncontested threes. So the Trailblazers really didn't guard Dallas at all. Uh, there were opportunities for the Mavericks to simply run away with this game and they didn't until late. And that was really, really nice to see that they were able to pull off a win. So I'm whooped because I had to, um, I didn't have to, I got the opportunity to take my son to the game. I uh, got to meet a couple of fans and uh, Parker and I had a great time watching the game, but um, the, the process of going to a game, I, I, it's tired, <laughs> really tired. So, uh, let's, uh, you know, invite yourself up on stage here. Let's talk about what we liked, what we didn't like, um, what you're thinking about in terms of next game or anything. Uh, and, and we'll, you know, just, just hang out for maybe a half hour and then I'm going to go to sleep. All right, Chris, what's up, buddy? Hey, Kirk, how's it going? Sure. It's good. How are you? Oh, good. Now, don't be crying to me about process on going to a game because I live like four hours away. And oh, yeah, I, I think you're nuts. Like, that's why every <laughs> time you tell me this, I'm like, you are a crazy person. 
And I park across the street. I, I don't park really near the arena. Kind of park. Um, was it 1333 Stimmons Highway? It's where you pay like five dollars. Sure. And really, it only takes you like five, seven minutes to walk to that arena. But I mean, when you get done with the game, just walk quick. You know, walk to your car, and you can get out of there. Like, and you don't have to really deal with the traffic, and also yep. kind of. Kind of have it down when I go to these games and all, but uh, used to just drive back on the same night, but I ain't doing that crap no more. Yeah, <laughs> not with the kids at back. And that was one game we were actually probably going to go to, but we went to one three weeks ago, uh, the Memphis game. Um, but I'll probably go go to one the next two or three weeks again. Um, but yeah, just so, so glad they won the night. It would just have been sickening. It would have been sickening if he had a 42-point triple-double and lost the game. But, yeah, that felt like a game where Luca was very close to scoring 60 or some things <laughs> like going a particular way. Like he had some that just floated in and out. Uh, he, it was such a weird thing. Cause like we've, we've been hearing for like two days now, how the Mavericks are going to try something different on, on like, like Luke, we're going to do different things on offense. And I don't know about y'all, but I didn't see anything different outside of Spencer Dinwiddie playing a very odd rotation. Um, like he played the whole first half i could be wrong about that but it's like otherwise it was it was a lot of luca hunting mismatches they ran they finally ran some christian wood pick and rolls which were outstanding it's like hey that works weird let's do that more often um, and it's a step really- in the right direction because i mean javel mcgee didn't even play tonight um but this shows you right here they start Dwight Powell. he had two points for the whole game this shows you right there as soon as wood comes in he just we were a completely different team yeah. i mean yeah, 10 straight points really really quick. I mean, and we were getting rebounds. And I know he's got problem with foul He's trouble. a plus 14. Like, this is the stuff. My, my buddy Matt Moore told me this before the season started where so if you want, like, given enough games that Wood plays, the plus minus when he's on the floor specifically is going to weigh out the defensive concerns. The Mavericks can't – like, I thought they were terrible on defense tonight. <laughs> yes. I thought that like there somebody mentioned earlier, like the collective uh, defense on Dame, I thought was pretty good. And I agree. I agree with that. I, I think that the, the, the various guys who ended up on Dame did a really good job. Um, yeah. And really this game could have been rough. somewhat of a, a blowout, I guess. I mean, if Jeremy Grant wasn't going nuclear on us, I mean, we would have won by 20 tonight. I mean, I, I see, this is where being at the game was a little difficult for me because I feel like like Grant kept getting like, Tim Hardaway ended up on Grant like repeatedly. I'm like, what are, what are we doing? What is happening here? Yeah, and Tim Hardaway Jr. I mean, he's just I can't get over this guy. I mean, he made a three for ten tonight, but he just can't do any. I could not imagine seeing him on another team that he's been on other teams before, but right now in the stage of his career, like other than playing with Luca or like Steph Curry, like if he was on a team that he would have to be demanded to do more. I mean, he. Would well, the bench horrible. units were bananas. Like the sec, like the bench units ended up being really, really pretty solid. But it's just it's funny watching him on defense because it's it's he does a lot of the right stuff and then still gets scored on. But you know yeah. the, the team defensive stuff is is just going to continue to be weird for me. Um, the Mavericks, I think, escaped another really rough shooting night. So it's like you, you Bullock and Dorian Finney Smith go three of twelve from from the floor. Bullet two uh, points, pal two points. It's just it, it's horrible, but it's good at, for the Mavs being a great home team. Yeah. But what sucks is like you know in past years, you know the early twenty, you know eleven, we would go against the East teams or the bad teams. You know that's a guarantee win. But now it's scary because like you know you see a bad team on the on the 
the schedule coming up, you're like, you're kind of like thinking that could be a loss. Well, the rest of the month doesn't really have much of that going on. Um, yeah, we got like five, five more home games, I think, straight or something. I but it's a, it's, it's primarily against teams that are going to be kind of a bear to play against. Where let me just go look at this because I was looking at this earlier today. Yeah, because I'm looking um, at some games. I, uh, I want to try to catch one game. Clipper. Before, so the the Houston game is just your classic trap game. Second night of a back to back. They play the Clippers, which is just going to be a, a knife fight. Then they play two straight home games against Denver, like, and that's that's tough. Like, then turn, then they go road where they go Boston, Toronto, Bucks, Gold, then Golden State. Like the, the November blows to where if yeah. the Mavericks end up coming out and they're seven, seven and five right now. I think if if the Mavericks are our north of five hundred, we'll probably be like a collective sigh of relief with some of the some of the, the chicanery that's gone on with some of these losses. So Yeah. Watch uh, Kawhi come back Tuesday for one game, score 45 points. and uh, Man, and that's just... such a deep like, – like nobody's really talking about that because it's been this way going back to his time with San Antonio. I think part of why he re-signed that, that contract extension without necessarily needing to go to market is because he and his team knew his knee was like – it's scrambled eggs. Like there's yeah, a real yeah. issue there. It's very disappointing. I, I, I definitely like watching Kawhi Leonard play, but I, I the, even still the, the Clippers are just, they're just a bunch of rangy wing guys. And that's either going to go one of two ways where Luca puts all of them in prison uh, and just scores a billion points or the Mavericks have a challenge because the rest of the team can't score. So, yeah. so I'm going to be very interested in that one. But yeah. Lastly, Christian Wood just needs to stay out there. We obviously know that he needs to be out there. He needs to Stay out of foul trouble, and I, we just hope Jason Kidd can start him so we can get off to better starts because whole pal. How many offensive fouls did he have? I feel like I saw probably two. half of them. Oh uh, yeah, some of the ref refing was pretty bad tonight, but you know that's how it is. Anyway, yeah, let's just, let's get another win. Uh, just lastly, um, last thing: this Falcu Composo and Theo Pinson thing on the right. I just it's sickening me that I mean this is something separate, but it just it sucks that these guys are on the team. Like I know Theo's a good cheerleader and all, but they're just w- wasted roster spots. It's just we just need we need more. We need more because yeah, we don't have de- or not. nuclear going. Nuclear. Don't have the depth. They do not have the depth. Oh. Just one injury and then we're fucked. Like so I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. The back end of the bench tonight: McGee, DNP, Frank Nilakina, DNP, Faku Composo, DNP, Theo Penson, DNP. Like that's <sighs> this that's is- four guys who got DNPs, and also none of us want to see them play. We're playing with fire here, so we just got to keep hoping that nobody gets injured. So. Yeah. All right, man. Thanks for hanging out. Oh, thanks, Kurt. All right. Coming up next, then, we got my guy, Drew. Hey, Drew, what's going on? One more time with the mute button. Give Drew a second. In the meantime, while he's – there he is. Drew, you there? Yeah. Can you – all of a sudden, when you popped up here, the whole thing went out. For a second, and then it came back on. I don't know what. Good. Happened. Sorry about that. Yeah. Uh, no. No worries. I don't have too much to say. I mean, it was obvious. Uh, I mean, duh. Christian Wood makes a difference. Uh, you know, uh, and our shooting struggles continue. Which you know, as as we saw last year, that that improves as the season goes along. I'm, I'm not as concerned about, especially Reggie Bullock. We we know his history. Um, his misses yeah. are brutal. Though. Yeah, they so are. So <laughs> if, if you're worried as a person, I'm not going to hand wave it. I'm just going to say it's he has a track record of sucking and then getting it together. 
but also, you know, his defense is, is, is a solid and, and, and he can't take that away that it's not like, if he's not hitting shots, he's, he's, he's still playing on the defensive end. You got to give him, you got to give him heads, you know, credit for that. You know? Yeah. Uh, and one other thing, can we stop Luca with the take fouls? I mean, just let him have bad. the two points. Luca. Five point, the tech, the take foul, the tech, and then the ensuing possession was a five I mean, point. Possession. Just let him have the bucket. You know, I mean, because Luca, he he can't disguise it. They're gonna call it. You know, just and and he's he was one of the worst last season for doing that. I mean, every time he gave up the ball, boom, he just he he just grabbed somebody. You know, yeah. So it's almost like they're zeroing in on that. Just look at just look. Go let him score. I mean, right. I'd rather have that happen than, than all these these stupid things. And and once again, and I think it's gonna happen is I'm. Luca is an ungodly talented and great player, but he's not a very mature player. And when that maturity comes, he could be even in a, in a whole nother level, just, just shot selection and letting his emotions get into the game, the free throw shooting. I put in a lot of that and everything like that. And I, I see this coming though, you know, uh, when he becomes a more mature player, man, the league better look out. Well, he's, he's, it's so, you know, it's like he was really complaining tonight, and I think he kind of mm. had a case in abstract. But then you look at his free throw totals, and he's like, he went to the line eighteen times. Like what? Yeah. And what else? You does know, he want? and you know how many how many free throws the rest of the starters had? <laughs> like four. It's zero, brutal. zero. Not a single starter had a free had a free throw attempt other than Luca. That's the craziest box score I've ever seen. He was 15 for 18. The rest of the starters were zero for zero. <laughs> you know. Yeah. All right. Well, that's that's about that's about all I had. You 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 know you have a great night, Kurt. You too, man. Thanks for hanging out. All right. This is advertiser content brought to you by Frito Lay. Hello, I'm Chip Murphy here to get you ready for the big tournament tonight. We'll break down. We break down who will be cutting. Cut. What are you two doing? Sorry, Chip. Prez here got his feathers ruffled when I told him Ruffles has zero chance of winning the title. And I was letting Dip know that she is not taking into account Ruffles' iconic ridges. Guys, it's March. We have to start talking about the tournament. We are. It is the 2023 Frito-Lay Snackin'. We're talking about big-time matchups between Cheetos, Smart Food, Lay's, Sun Chips, and more. Just head to the Frito-Lay Snack Bracket and vote for your favorite chip, pretzel, or dip for a chance to win up to $1,000 or a year's worth of snacks. This sounds great. Keep up the good work. Just go to Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. No purchase necessary. Sweepstakes ends 4-3-2023. Void wherever hip. Here's worth of snacks awarded in the form of 52 coupons, each good for one bag of chips. See official rules at Frito-LaySnackIt.SBNation.com. So someone in the chat earlier, let me see if I can find it, because this is worth addressing. It's a fun thing. Um, I think it was Jared. Jared asked, am I, am I ready to accept that Spencer Dinwiddie is a good three-point shooter? So I just did the math while I was listening to Drew. Uh, prior to coming to Dallas. Uh, ooh, that's a noise. I did. I got to remove Drew. Sorry about that. Um, prior to coming to Dallas, Spencer Dinwiddie had taken 16 or 1,612 threes. Okay. That's over multiple seasons. He hit 511 of them. So doing math there real quick, that's a shade under 32%. And it's this season right now, including this game, he's shooting... 43% from three. So 
he's shooting 10% higher. <laughs> so am I willing to admit that he's a better three-point shooter? Absolutely. Do I think he's a 43% three-point shooter for the season? No. That's okay. If he settles in at like 38, even 37, that's outstanding. Because it is at, at a certain point, the aforementioned Reggie Bullock's going to hit some threes. Luka Doncic may uh, may hit some threes, though sometimes it feels like that might not ever actually happen. Um, it's it's really funny. The three point shot stuff is is just a riot because like Spencer's looks tonight. Some of the like there were some wide open great looks, just like catch and shoot, pull the trigger. He hit a couple of just like what is happening type threes. It is it's amazingly funny. All right, Krishna, what's up? Kirk, how are you? I'm all right. I'm pretty, pretty dog tired. But that's <laughs> I, I, you went to the game, right? So I, I guess it was good to go to. It was fun, fun. The the new court, like somebody, Cuban uh, told something to Dalton, like there must have been some sort of like snafu between the court and the um, the new, you know, because they're, they're wearing the, the city uniforms, like the mm-hmm. whole city uniform things, like the vibe is great. They had just so much cool gear. There was like a good theme of the arena. It was like they really leaned in on it. That was that was a lot of fun, and and it was, it was a good game to be at. That's good. I I remember my first game was well, the only game I've ever been to was against Portland, and that was Portland's always fun to play. Like even if it's a awesome. bad game, uh, they're always like fun to play. But yeah, I mean, obviously Luca kind of doing a lot of the work. But Spencer Dinwiddie in the past three games, like even if the rest of the team has been pretty abysmal, Spencer Dinwiddie has been really good in a way that I think is more encouraging than not. Like I think I was kind of concerned going in, like was he going to be prepared to take on a more What's secondary the most role? He's ever played per game. In his yeah, I, yeah. I was very worried about that. I, same, and and he's looked good. Like yeah. he's not looked very. He's looked like solid, and even his passing has gotten better to to an extent. He's been a lot safer with the ball and made smarter decisions, which I, I thought was good. And I felt this whole way throughout the road trip, and I think you kind of talked about it before the season that you know Christian Wood like is the floor for this team in some ways, in the sense that you know you lose someone like Jalen, like Christian Wood is going to kind of define your floor. Now, should you lose those past two games? No, there's no excuse for it, but. You can see how he changes the way the Mavericks play. Like even when he's playing bad, he's still a difference maker in his presence and his spacing. Whereas if you don't have him, it's really tough to do anything else. And it's it's even more on Luca's shoulders, even though you know he's Luca is still doing a lot. Well, they have to figure out like the the Trailblazers are not a good measuring stick for me because I think that this is like a styles make fights game and it's basically whoever's going to shoot the ball better but it was really painful to, to see the rebounding and the second chance point issue I'm trying to find the second the second chance point stats but for a while it was pretty bad um the fact that that the Mavericks survived with Portland getting to the line 11 more times is really interesting uh, I mean there's there's a lot of positive things I would I would take away from this game I just, I'm, I'm kind of having a, they're just such an interesting team compared to a lot of the teams that give Dallas trouble because they, they, they have two small guards who are capable of scoring a lot of points and neither really, let me see what did Anthony, Anthony Simons do tonight. He was okay. He wasn't terrible. Four points. Yeah. Not like not incredibly efficient. Um, yeah. Great from distance, which, which meant that he was, you know, he, he didn't get to the line very much compared to, 
compared to Dame who had 17 free throws, which I'm sorry. Like I know. Oh my God. Some of those, that, that call on Josh Hart made or Josh Greed made absolutely no sense to me. I watched it and I was like, how? If Luca got, if Luca got the body bump calls that Dame gets, he'd shoot 30 free throws. Like I get it. Cause Dame is, you know, he's smaller, which makes sense. But like some of them were just like he backed away from green and then shot it. Like it, it made no sense in the moment. And Oh my God, the double travel call. I, I don't want to get on refs. Because I didn't see that. I was so it out. was, it was so bad where I, I think it was Trentford and then Josh Hart both traveled and you could literally see everyone on the bench freaking out because they both traveled like back to back in the same possession. It was pretty egregious, but I mean, it's just what happens. Like, refereeing is like, it's either going to go your way or it's not going to go your way. But, yeah. like, I think tonight, a lot of it is, like, the bench. Like, if you just look at the bench, it, they they were the ones contributing outside of Luca and Spencer, which I, I don't know how to feel because I would, yeah, I would want Christian Wood starting sooner rather than later. But if you start, then what does that do to your bench? Is your bench even more depleted? But... Then again, like, what do your rotations look like? It's like I've been well, saying. I feel like the, hear me out. Play Christian Wood more than how many minutes did he play tonight? He played twenty five. Yeah, I, I agree. He, he should be tonight, but it's like, why are we not playing? Yeah. Like, like play your good players minutes. This is yeah. Like he about. should like he played one more minute than Josh Green, and yeah. I like Josh Green. He's been Green's okay. Green's getting the minutes we want. Green's getting yeah. the attempts we want. Like exactly. But but Wood is it's Wood's the superior player. Exactly. You got to like, get him minutes. Like Hardaway's playing thirty-one, which it's not great. Like if Hardaway's playing around twenty minutes, I'm okay with that. Like sure. I think that's where I would be better, and and I think you're seeing it a little more. Like Christian Wood is getting even more minutes, and I think this road trip was kind of like, hey, you need Christian Wood, and you need him to play minutes. Like you yeah. cannot ignore this anymore. Um, I, I agree with the last caller. Like it's it sucks having four people on your team as DNPs. Um, it's just regular like season, you, you need to have guys you can call on. And exactly. They don't have them. They don't like, have them. And, and like the Dwight Powell thing is it's like, okay, sure. He's not scoring, but like he's a body. Like you just need bodies at some level, but you also need scoring. Like you said, like, but I also think, you know, Dorian and Reggie, I think their shooting will come at some point. I, I think Reggie's Reggie's misses were tough. Like I, he needs to see it go in. I think there's going to be a point in the season where we just see everything go in and it'll be kind of nuts. I um, think so. The shots I, were there tonight, the open looks, and we've not gotten, I don't know, maybe I'm wrong, but I feel like the Mavericks haven't gotten near as many open looks this season compared to last year. No, like I, realistically, the only people I'd say getting open looks are Green and Dinwiddie, kind of. Dinwiddie kind of been shooting an yep. insane level, but I, I wonder how much of it is luck and, yeah, and that. I did want to propose, you know what? I didn't have the guts. I didn't have the guts to propose this trade uh, a few few games ago. Sure. We want a third ball handler. This player, I'm going to get flamed for this. You can flame me, Kirk. I'm telling you. Tim Hardaway Jr. and Davis Bertans and a future second for D'Angelo Russell. Yes or no? Nope. I No. Okay. D'Angelo Russell is one of the most losing players who've ever lost. <laughs> you think, I, I just you think I hate on some of our guys. Ooh, buddy. 
<laughs> I, I, would, I get it. I would it. transfer all Josh Green meanness directly to that dude. Okay, yeah, I, I would take Josh Green over Russell because I, I don't know where we're going to get – because we do need a third ball handler. Like, it's we're not like – get one is the answer. This that's is, this the problem. The, they, they have built this, and it's just – it's amazing. Like, I'm trying – we don't need to rehash the last two days, but – No, no, just, I, just I don't want to. I love hearing Kid talk about it. He gave an interview with Callie Kaplan. It's like, oh, we're looking at the last 10 games, and it's like they're looking at this like, like they're surprised. And, and you know – my favorite, like, I, I don't want to be right. I would much rather be wrong and get yelled at. But we all, a great chunk of us, want to go on Drogic. And a lot of people yeah. want to go on Drogic. And then the closest people around sort of like Mavs adjacent media, the friend, the friendlier ones with the team who is not our site, like, well, we just don't really see what the big deal is. Well, because they didn't have anything else to do. So it's it's a little, you know, and I don't know, Dredgic wouldn't have been having this season with the Mavericks. It's just, it's a minutes thing. It's a playing thing. Like, their defense isn't that good anyways. So it's like, what are we, you know, what are we bitching about? But I don't know. This has been a, it's a, it's nice that they won this one because had they lost this game, we would have really been talking about their defensive issues. And we don't have to talk about that. For sure. I think it's, it's like we've been saying, it's just like, it's hard to get a real handle on this team. And it's just been immensely, immensely frustrating. Go go check out the standings. There's a bunch of like morass in both conferences where I don't really think anybody outside the Bucks are just playing with, and the Jazz. Jazz are just remarkable right now. uh, There's not like, like, like four or five teams that are clearly blowing, you know, the rest of the competition. Sure, like even the Cavs have sort of dropped off a little, and the Celtics have not played the defense they played last season. So yeah, it's it's hard. Like like the Pelicans, we thought the Pelicans were going to be a dominant force, and they're at seven and six. Like it's, I don't know, I don't know what to say. I'm I'm just happy we won. I'm glad at least we got one win, and we'll move on to the next game. That's right. All right, man. Thank Thanks you for hanging out. You too, Kirk. Have a good night. All right. Let's see who else we got. Go with Joe. Welcome, Joe. What's going on? Hit the mute button when you're pulled out of the chat there at the bottom of the screen, and it will allow you to talk. Because currently, it's got you muted. And I know sometimes when it pulls people up on stage, it. Uh, there we go. How you doing? Do you have me? Thank you. First time on. Um, I wanted to pitch to you a little conspiracy theory I have with uh, the Christian Wood and his minutes. Topic. That's what I'm talking about. It's midnight. Let's get funky. Um, I feel like Jason Kidd is almost setting him up to fail. I feel like every time he's gotten run in the clutch time, he's either been playing bad or like tonight where he fouled out. And then when he's – there's been other games, like a ton of them, where he's just been playing well and then he goes with these weird maxi lineups in the end where – you know, I guess Maxie's fine, but he just hasn't done anything like Christian Wood has. I so, don't like the Wood rotation. I just – and it, it comes back to what we were just talking about with minutes, where they play him two 12-minute stretches, where he goes in middle of the first, plays until the middle of the second, and then he goes in middle of the third, and he plays middle – and he plays to the middle of the fourth, and then he comes out. I don't care for that. It's only it's capping him number one in about twenty four to twenty six minutes, which is stupid. Second, this the defensive lineup that he's going with with Maxi. I don't like it's the the Maverick offense 
there's there's been some efficiency studies done where we have enough you know 10 12 games now the Mavericks offense becomes horrendous in the fourth quarter and I think that is in no small part because Luka Doncic goes into playing sort of like what I've been referring to as prevent offense uh but it's also an astounding lack of offensive like creativity in that final six minutes of the fourth quarter because Wood's not out there he and Wood are the only players other than Spencer who can get their own shots I mean, yeah, I just, I just don't see. I, I, I get very confused by uh, kids coaching. I'm a lot like you with the pessimism uh, while watching this team. But uh, yeah, I, I just don't get it. <laughs> but I, I, he's gonna win them. I think. I think over time, Wood is gonna win out. But I just, I, I've not understood elements of the, of the. Um kid rotations to date i know luca basically is playing this way because he wants to like the the 12 minutes on six minutes off, or six minutes out six minutes on type thing mm. but it's it seems to sort of cascade because they just don't it's like they're trying to stretch their offensive players over a, a longer period but could we try a couple of games of where they play their best players together I don't think he necessarily – I don't think he wants him to fail, but I do think he wants the Mavericks to win on his terms, meaning Jason Kidd. So there's now there's just an element of this to where if they end up do playing Wood more minutes, it will mean that Kidd's point about the defense being more important than the offense has been overruled just by the sheer amount of, of how good they are on offense. And I don't think he wants that. I really don't. But we'll see. I mean, I feel like he might have to backbone on that at this point. Their defense has just been terrible, I feel like. It has been. And it's not I, – I don't see, like, progress. And for me, with particularly with Wood, if you're concerned about his defense, the only way he's going to get better at defense is by playing more minutes and then you as a coach, coaching staff, explaining to him where he's making the wrong decision. Like that, you get tape and you look at it. You don't pull him after one mistake or you don't, you know, just, like, cap his minutes usage. So – it was nice to see him out there because those previous two games without him were stinky. Yeah, those were bad. So. All right. Well, that's really all I had. Uh, thank you for having me. I'll let sure. Up. Hope you come back. Thanks for joining. All right. We got one more speaker. Oh, nope. He went, uh, he pulled himself off stage. Okay. Oh, what Brett has a good comment here. Wow. I wonder if kid has any track record of letting his ego get in the way of being a, being a good coach. No way to know that. <laughs> All right, I think we should just enjoy this win because um, as we looked at the schedule, there's an opportunity for them to not have that many of them in the rest of the month because the rest of the month sort of stinks. Um, Looks like we'll be back here. When do they play again? Because I just closed my schedule thing. So they play on the 15th, which means they get two days off after uh, they get Sunday off and Monday off back here on on, uh, Tuesday. So we'll be back on Tuesday night hanging out. Check out Mavs Moneyball. We'll have, you know, pretty good amount of stuff. Uh, we had some good pieces on Friday that I liked. Uh, you know, piece from a friend of the program, SJ, talking about Luka Doncic and heliocentrism. Good piece from my guy Logan about uh, how the pace really helps the Mavericks. Yeah, thanks for hanging out with me here on uh, on Saturday night. I hope everybody enjoys the rest of your weekend, and we will talk soon. Bye, guys.